If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbionica is your solution. Solution, the great tasting all natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or toxins. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbionica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbionica.com. C Y M B I O T I K A.com. You can work from the road while turning your vehicle into a powerful high-speed data Wi-Fi hotspot with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. On a network that covers more roads than any other carrier, connect up to 10 devices and stream conference calls. Finish up that presentation or answer last-minute emails. Go to att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to see if you're eligible for a free trial today. Based on independent third-party data, always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Awards Watch says Liam Neeson is at his best. Don't miss In the Land of Saints and Sinners. Having left his dark past behind, retired hitman Finbar Murphy, played by Neeson, leads a quiet life in a remote coastal Irish town. But when a menacing crew of terrorists arrive, Finbar is drawn into a vicious game of cat and mouse, forcing him to choose between exposing his secret identity or defending his friends and neighbors. In the Land of Saints and Sinners, from Samuel Goldwyn Films and Sony Pictures Home Entertainment. Watch it now on digital. Rated R. You're listening to Comedy Central. Hey! Kanye West does not care about black people. And that's just one of the many reasons I can only describe my mood this week as disappointed. Oh, it's been a hell of a week. My first great disappointment comes from South African albino Elon Musk. First, he decided to give Putin some head no hands and and tell Ukraine to just give up the land to Russia as if Elon Musk would ever just give something up because folks demanded it. If that's the case, give me a billion dollars, Elon, okay? That's right. Then Elon flip-flopped and said he wanted to buy Twitter again when he could just save his money and give me a billion dollars just because I want it, all right? But the biggest disappointment is him ending the week by unveiling his newest invention, the Optimus robot. Yeah, that's who's gonna take all the jobs in the future, not migrants, okay? But of course, the robot already malfunctions, all right? Or maybe it's working just fine, I don't know. Kanye is the robot, by the way. Um, I was also disappointed that Billy Eichner blamed straight people as the reason his new gay romantic comedy, Bros, flopped at the box office. Did y'all see it? Okay. Um, all right. 
Billy, the blame should go to the people who take up about 30% of the alphabet, okay? LGBTQ and a plus, okay? That community has enough people to fill up 30 pride parades all around the country, but you can't fill up one AMC theater, all right? <laughs> Inclusivity is fantastic. I wouldn't be here without it, but inclusivity can't be the sole focal point of a project's marketing, all right? You know what I care about? A great storyline and great characters, all right? You're not just gonna come get me to go to the theater because the movie is full of never-before-seen representation, all right? Billy, you know this because you be in the streets. I'm gonna spend my money on a movie based on people telling me it's good, not just because it's gay, so, you know. Sorry, Billy. It's not straight people's fault that y'all couldn't put bottoms in the seats. Our, our tops, for that matter, okay? And since we're on the subject of inclusion, our lack thereof, let's talk Caitlyn Jenner. Okay. When a Vermont high school girls volleyball team was banned from their own locker room over a dispute with a transgender player, Caitlin said that girls shouldn't have to share locker rooms with trans athletes. I happen to agree with Caitlin. It's simple for me. It's a penis in a high school girls locker room. If the girls are uncomfortable, remove the penis. And I'm not even gonna make a gender reassignment joke right there, even though I could because it's easy, all right? I have sympathy for transgender kids, but I'm a father of a high school girl, and high school girls are un uncomfortable enough in locker rooms already, so let's not add to their stress, okay? Yeah. All right? And for my final disappointment of the week, Tom Brady and Giselle have hired divorce attorneys. Which means two things. One, Tom Brady's real true love is football. And two, <laughs> Pete Davidson just updated his Tinder profile, okay? <laughs> We've got a lot more things to talk about, like rap lyrics being used in court, Stacey Abrams and Herschel Walker, Queen Nyla. Let's start the show, damn it. That's right, it's been a hell of a week, and here to talk about it is the best dressed panel in late night. He's a comedian whose stand-up special, Growing Shame, is now streaming on YouTube, and his special romantic comedy debuts on HBO Max November 11th. Ian Lara is here! That's right. What up, everybody? Thank you. She is an ABC News contributor and host of the Lincoln Project streaming show, The Breakdown. Tara Setmeyer is here! What up, Tara? Yeah. And he's a rapper and activist, actually one of my top five favorite rappers of all time. He's hailing from the land of ATL, Georgia. None other than my good brother, Killer Mike is here! Yeah. Now, let's get into it. Topic one, ballot bullshit. Uh, Stacey Abrams this was the Democrat saving grace in 2020 when she mobilized enough voters to flip Georgia blue. And they picked up two Senate seats, but she's having a rough week. A federal court rejected her challenge of the state's unfair voting laws, and a new poll by 11 Alive in Georgia says Brian Kemp is leading her 47% to 45% in her second run for governor in Georgia. Meanwhile, world-renowned orator Herschel Walker slipped in the polls, but is still expected to win his Senate seat, even after news broke that he pressured a girlfriend to get an abortion while running on a family values platform. Now, uh... Mike, you are Georgia. You are ATL. I am. I am. And, uh, Stacey is obviously brilliant and she's losing. Herschel, some people would say, is not brilliant. He's winning. What does that say about the people of Georgia? Um, you don't have to be brilliant to win an office in America. It's been like that That's the last true. 200 yeah. years or so. <laughs> um, you, you do have to be cunning, and Herschel may be very cunning in a Charles White-like way. He may Charles mm, White. He may be, White. may be giving y'all the drunken style. Yeah. But I say that the truest problem lies in 
Um, Teslin Figueroa, and I have to give her credit for this. Big she's Tez, a, she's the a whisperer. Yeah, push the line. You guys follow her and make sure you go to some of her um, conferences on how to organize on a local level. She just did 300 people in Atlanta. Right. It was amazing. But she says that it's not about the other person. It's about what hasn't your party done. And I think the Democratic Party has not done a very good job at making, delivering promises, and even just holding true on historically what we thought they would. And I think they can do a better job of it. I agree. Um, That's an understatement. Yeah. And, 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 I, and I am being a little more genteel because I'm, I'm not trying to throw a race one way or the other, but I'm just saying in a state like Georgia, you have to meet people where they are for real. And, right. and, and what I mean is I'm from... Atlanta, and 15 minutes outside Atlanta is Georgia. Georgia's 35% black, 35% African-American, uh, which means, the other, you know, the, the rest of the people not black. But they are, they are poor working in middle class. And if you're going to appeal to those people, you know, you can appeal through, we don't want hospitals shutting down, absolutely. We want teachers to get raised, absolutely. But the Democratic Party in the last two weeks, they've done um, vote versus bucking. And, and it, it had two yeah. incredible entertainers with Saucy Santana and Trina, but that ain't going to get black folks out to the polls. That, and in fact, it feels condescending, it feels mocking, and it feels like slave cartoons. Yeah, I, I mean, that's not to diss those artists. Yeah. That's to say in the way that it's presented, the way that people take it, it doesn't feel right. The other thing is, well, they said, um, Joe Biden just announced before we walked out here that they're going to, de that they're going to allow people with marijuana convictions to come home from the feds. Well, most of... And, Which we've been calling for. Yeah, but most of the, most of the convictions are state convictions. And when I've talked to, say, Stacey myself and said, Ms. Abrams, what are you going to do about legalizing marijuana? You could decriminalize just like did in Colorado. Her fear factor, fear tactic was always, well, the feds are going to come. Right. Well, you should be talking to the president saying, let's take it off the Schedule One list That's now, right. nigga, so we can win these states. And, and, if, you're, and if, you, if you don't have the gall to do that, can you have the gall to be governor? So we need someone that's going to be tough and going to be strictly for Georgia. And marijuana makes money. So beyond letting people loose, they should be the first that are allowed into it. And if I was running, if I was in her campaign... When you run, one day... <laughs> I say... Yes. I say... Yes. I say... I'd give, her, I'd give her this advice because I've seen her under the gold dome. I've seen her out campaigning. I'd say, whatever white person you got running your black outreach, fire them. <laughs> and hire... <laughs> Hire Teslin Figaro. Word. Hire her today because what she's going to do is she's going to say to you as governess, what you can be doing as governor of Georgia is saying, hey, not only are we going to decriminalize marijuana, we're going to make sure 35% of all licenses are African-American. We're going to make sure... We're going to give land grants and we're going to use Fed money that's coming in here to make sure that black farmers can be growing cannabis so that it can be sold. And you would make right. it gratuitously obvious that you were going to right some wrongs. That's what I tell her. The problem, though, is the guy she's running against is running an effective campaign. Brian Kemp. And, and Brian Kemp okay. is running an effective campaign because this week, what Mr. Kemp did was he went to an all-black boys' school mm -hmm. that's ran by a conservative black man down in Albany, Georgia, young black man. He didn't Dr. Umar you. He didn't go around preaching for a lot of years. That's no diss to Dr. Umar. He produced the school, and then he started Dr. Talking. Umar got the school, man. I'm not mad. I'm he happy. Knew he I'm got it. In fact, you know what? I'm sending you a grand. I <laughs> swear to God, I love Dr. Umar. It's not a credit. So I'm glad he, he just got his school. I'm yeah. sending him. But this guy got a charter school with all black boys. So guess who the picture goes up with him yesterday? He has Governor Kemp with the boys yesterday. That picture goes wow. up. Shelly Winters, who's an incredible black man, does a lot in Atlanta, happens to be a conservative, has a great radio show. Um, he's a great radio show host, but he goes in the public and out in the streets every day. He got a bunch of conservative black men together. Kemp went with them. Then he went over to a Democratic enclave with uh, Ryan Cameron, one of the most popular radio Smoke hosts everybody in Georgia, staunch Democrat, and impressed the Democrats in that room. I would advise, if I was in Ms. Kemp's camp, 
You need to go everywhere he just went. Ms. Abrams. And Ms. Abrams. Yeah. You need to go everywhere Brian Kemp just went, because what Brian Kemp did was have an effective week with black people. Wow. And I would love to see her do that, but if she doesn't, that ain't our fault. Woo! Tara? What do you, what do you think, like, uh, Herschel's appeal is to GA? And, and what is Ms. Abrams possibly doing wrong? Well, um, I, when you said that whatever white guy she has or white person running her black outreach, I thought you were talking about a Republican campaign, because that's usually what happens with Republicans. But a white guy on campaign, but, but, but this time, right. but they've learned, right? Yeah. They've learned, because we've seen how, you know, Republicans are gaining ground in the black community. And in Georgia, I was shocked at those numbers. Stacey Abrams has lost 8% in black men, black men support since the last time she ran. She's only at 79% for black voters overall. And it speaks to what you say. All politics are local. And that is a, an axiom in politics that if you understand that, you're going to win. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what Brian Kemp is doing. And he's also opened up the door not only to appeal to people where the, meeting them where they are, but because he stood up to Donald Trump, that has also given a permission structure to some Democrats to go, well, he's not that bad. Mm -hmm. So they, she has an uphill battle here to, you know, an uphill to cl a climb, a hill to climb here on this. But um, it's all about turnout, too. I mean, in the last 10 years, what, a million people have moved to Georgia? The, the, the demographics in Georgia have changed yeah. considerably. But in that million people, it's 90% minority. And yet, she's only at 79%. So, you know, I, I think it's going to be, yeah, it, it's a fascinating. I think Georgia's going to be a fascinating political science study on what happens when you start to veer away from meeting voters where they are and, and concentrating on the, on the issues that matter to them right then, as opposed to just kind of more national issues, that it, it's... All politics are local, especially when you're when you're a, a governor. But the, the Herschel Walker thing, <laughs> I mean, I think Herschel's a good communicator. Yeah. I think majority of people in Georgia probably sound like him and can relate to him more than they can, you know, in academia. Yeah. That's what they could say about Donald Trump. Wait, yeah, right? that, that, that's my right? that's my question. I'm obviously not as intellectually fit as, as Tara and Killer Mike. <laughs> so Herschel Walker <laughs> might be your candidate. No, I, I already endorsed Dr. Umar for office. So. <laughs> He's, uh, he's my guy. But he's um, not running for Senate. Uh, well, we're, we're in talks. I'm texting him. He's, he's still <laughs> deciding. But I, I, like, from the outside looking in, I thought if 2016 taught us anything is to be cunning. Like you said, you got to say yeah, the craziest yeah. stuff. Stacey Abrams, for all I know, I'm from New York, but I know her to be respectful, noble, decent human being. <laughs> what are you doing? You wasting your time. She out here being Ashanti. You need to be the city girl. That's what you need to be. <laughs> Yo, if she came out tomorrow and was like, we're going to take these white men, we're going to take all their money, get them pregnant, kick them out the house, people would be like, yo, Stacey yeah, in Stacey her bag. That shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, instead, you have Herschel Walker doing that, running around, you know, saying yeah. crazy stuff. Listen, I just think that it, it scares me to death that Herschel Walker is even within striking distance of this. You know, you have the uh, philanderer versus a preacher. And, you you know, Herschel Walker, people well, think that's the difference. She, yeah, she's not running against Herschel. No, no, the she's running against side. Brian yeah. Kemp. I'm against, talking uh, about yeah, Herschel she, Walker against, Raphael, against Raphael, Warnock. Raphael Warnock. Senate versus governor. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the Senate is incredibly important because, you know, the Senate determines Supreme Court justices. They, you know, they they vote on, on federal judgeships, which are lifetime appointments. And the Senate's 50-50 now. So if you... If, if Georgia flipped the Senate last time. So this is like an incredibly important race. And the fact that someone like Herschel Walker, who is a liar, who is a cheater, a philanderer, and he's out here, makes no sense, can't put a full sentence Not together. like a politician to me. Yeah, that's what I, I'm like. Yeah, that's how qualified. You know, but you know what, though? We need to 
said, we need to expect better of our politicians. You know, I mean, we need to demand better of the people that we vote for. And Herschel Walker is a disgrace. And I think the people of Georgia really need to stop and think about, is this really who we want to represent us? Yeah. And, and I think also, he's a token. Republicans put up the black guy against the, the black guy senator and thought, yeah. aha, we've got one. And if we vote for him, we're not racist. See, we voted for that black guy. <laughs> Meanwhile, the candidate is terrible and an embarrassment. He shouldn't be anywhere near anybody's Senate office. He needs to be in getting mental health therapy and therapy <laughs> for his CTE Dang. and taking care of his kids. Mike, you know, uh, you, you, you got a lot of flack when you met with Brian Kent, but some great things have come of that, though, right? Yeah, both of them niggas pray to white Jesus. That's all <laughs> that's that's right. I just want to say that. And, and I just say that because much of the stuff that's been used to malign Walker to black men has been used to malign Warnock. He stayed a little local, but, you know, his ex-wife said some very slanderous things yeah. about him. And it's just, I don't like for black people to go for that. So when we're talking about moral objectivity, most politicians ain't shit and they're whores for money. That's right. And that's just what it is. So, but then don't but, vote but, them in. But the question is, us. We vote which prostitute is working? My strip for me. <laughs> so, so when you go vote, think about that in terms of pimping, because I don't trust nobody that pray to white Jesus. I don't care who Well, Mike, what, um, pimp, what pimp are you going to vote for? Who, who, I'm, man, I'm a player, man. I'm going to hold my vote. You know what I mean? I'm gonna <laughs> but I, I'm going to give you this. We were... Um, I, I, I like... I, I like this in, in matters of what I'm voting for, not who, what I'm voting for. I saw a Republican governor. I've seen a Democratic candidate. I've seen both of them have opportunity to speak directly to my community. And I would encourage you guys to research and see who's done it, if you're from Georgia, if you're not. But one thing that come, has come out of that meeting with Brian Kemp, and um, I caught a lot of flack for that. You did. You but did. I'm going to tell people, I don't care how much flack you get, if you pay your taxes, demand to see them. That's, That's right. I don't That's care right. if you're a city council person, your ward person, whoever wins, the next day, we got to talk. I got to see you, man, because you the plug to everything that comes into my community. So when I want to talk about federal funding that could have saved the hospital in Georgia, I have to talk to Governor Kemp and That's say, right. why didn't you take that Obama money? Because we need a hospital, right? I need that. When I want to talk about black men owning rifles, should, should Stacey Abrams win? Man, we saw a boy get chased down and shot by a shotgun. Why right. would you want to limit my Second Amendment rights? So no matter who's governor, I'm going to talk to him in the way she, that she I talk to him. She did say she's for guns, though. Huh? She, she said she's for two-way. She did say that. She did say that. <laughs> she did. She did say what I like under the current regime is there's a woman named Ms. Ali. I met Ms. Ali, Nigerian woman, came here, made a life for herself. She worked in the juvenile court system. Brad Boyd was a judge and um, mentor of mine. She started the Georgia Public Defense Foundation because too many people were getting out of jail. Marijuana conviction, you don't get a chance to get out of jail. You know what you get out of jail with Georgia with? $25 in a sack of clothes you came in with. Mm. Kemp allowed her to put this foundation together and prototype it out of a judge named Superior Court Judge Asha Jackson, who started a program in which she wouldn't send you to jail. She'd allow you a year to work on your life, turn your life around so you'd never see prison time. That Democratic judge put down that prototype. That Democratic woman picked up and led that, called me out of the morning. No, I was smoking a joint. She said, hey, I want you to chair something put me as a chair of this organization. This organization is radically changing the way people get out of jail. Had you told me... The last white Republican to do that was named Abraham Lincoln. He was freeing niggas. <laughs> so what, what, what I say is, look for the quality of work that they're giving your community, not the personality. Right. We need policy. 
We don't need any more political personality. It's not the Dallas Cowboys versus the Washington football team. I don't care which team wins. I care that my community. I do. I'm a Cowboy fan. But no, <laughs> I agree. I like what you said, though. It's not about the who, it's the what. It's the uh, what. Don't go anywhere. My panel is sticking around. More hell of a week in just a minute. Uh, I'm here with a panel that's hot, sicker than your average. Uh, we got Ian Lara, Tara Setmeyer, and Killer Mike. Time to keep the conversation going. Topic two. Now, let's talk some jailhouse rap. Uh, it's been a big week for white men doing right by black people. Uh, <laughs> earlier today, President Biden, as we announced earlier, that uh, he's going to pardon all federal offenses of simple marijuana possession. And California Governor Gavin Newsom signed a new bill limiting the use of rap lyrics in court to convict rappers of crime. That's right. Ian, this got to be a dream come true for you, right? Because you can finally rap about, you know, smoking weed and not go to jail for it? Listen, I'm pro... I want to hear about your crimes in music. I feel like... <laughs> no. That's, that's a I used genre. to have that same mentality, and I feel like I called the whole generation to be doing this stupid shit they no, know. No, listen. Rap music is to black guys what murder documentaries is to white women. That's how we feel about it. That's how we feel about it. Okay. Okay. We don't condone it. It's appalling. But when you hear it, you're like, yo, how many people he killed? This is crazy. <laughs> I think every rapper should just start a song the same way they start Law and Order. Oh, like, it should just be a disclaimer. Like, the following bars are completely fictional, not based on true characters. That would be and any great. any resemblance to reality is completely coincidence. That and would then, be great. Tell but me the, who you robbed at the gas station. But the problem with uh, hip-hop historically is that we've shamed people for not being real. You know what I mean? Like, you have to keep it real, right? Yeah. I don't like that. Like, I, like you shouldn't <laughs> lie. Takashi, lie about it. We still gonna bump it. I know that's against... Mike, you come from a generation where you had to be yeah. real, right? We had to, we had to. But know. now they real, but, and there's too many people getting killed. I'm also yeah. from a generation where we understood we were watching a representation of realness. We knew Scarface was the rapper. Yeah. The stories, uh, in part, came from, from James the, Prince. We yeah. knew that N.W.A. was a representation yeah. of... So, you know, as kids, we weren't as dumb as, like, my kids. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good... But, yeah, you have TikTok, though. That's yeah. the difference. Yeah. TikTok changes everything. That's a good point, Mike, because I feel like in some of these cases, you know, uh, folks are actually committing crimes, right? And they yeah. get put under investigation. And then some of these folks are dumb enough to rap in detail about yeah. the crimes they committed. Yeah. And so then law enforcement officials use those lyrics as another piece of evidence. So I understand when, like, the Georgia DA Fannie Willis says, rap lyrics Fine. will continue to be used in criminal yeah. cases. So... Who's right in this matter? Is it Gavin or, you know, somebody like the DA and GA? So I'm not going to do a versus because I still live in Georgia. I don't want to commit no crime, you know, Rico <laughs> acting. I'll be in L.A. smoking on without a car. I don't want to get in trouble. But yeah. it's just not a Fonny versus Gavin, Gavin, right? This is, for me, an issue of my constitutional rights. Mm -hmm. I have a constitutional right for freedom of speech and artistic mm -hmm. expression, just like I have a constitutional right to own a firearm, have a constitutional right to travel without being interrupted by the law. So black people, let me say this, frustrating as it is, I saw in the 80s black people trade their constitutional rights for safety. It was in the middle of the crack era. We allowed black boys to be stopped, beaten, stopped by police, frisked, stopped and frisked, is what they called in New York. The Red Dogs were the drug unit in Atlanta. They kicked my ass a couple times. We allowed it. We actually asked for it. And because of that, we have a 30-something-year legacy of higher imprisonment rates, fatherless homes, because we moved from a place of fear. Now, if we allow our First Amendment rights or rappers' First Amendment rights to be taken, what's going to happen when you put up a Facebook post about a senator? I wish he'd just die. And the next thing you know, you're being marched out of your, your office space in handcuffs. There's a white woman named Nancy Brophy who wrote an article, How to Kill Your Husband. A few years later, she killed her husband. 
That white woman killed the shit out of that white man, took that insurance money, and before she went to East Africa to buy her another husband, they stepped in and said, we're going to charge you with murder. But you can't use her article. They had to prove it another way. Mm -hmm. So all I'm saying is fair is fair. Black people, watch out what you advocate for. Because the worst and first affected by anything that leans itself toward breaking your constitutional rights is going to affect you first. When they talked about constitutional rights around firearms, first person I saw get locked up was a dude with dreads in Florida. They locked his black ass up just as sure as that AR-15 was in the picture on his Facebook post. So what I'm going to say to you all is, even though it's uncomfortable, even though you don't always like it, you've got to stick and be a constitutionalist about that because Charlemagne will go to jail for some shit Howard Stern never would have. Yeah. Don't put that in the atmosphere. I, do. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, I don't want you to go to jail, man. I, will, I don't want you to go. What about, I agree everything you're saying about the Constitution, but there are street laws, too, right? We've always advocated to not snitch. Yes. So yeah. what about these brothers who get on these records and snitch on these? Well, I didn't get this not snitch laws from the streets. I got it from my mother. Okay. And mm -hmm. my mother said, it's three of y'all. There's you and your two sisters. Figure the shit out amongst yourself. Because you tell, hold on. But Mike, your mama was a dope. No, my mom did sell drugs. Exactly. <laughs> Goddamn. Look, that was, that was, that was, that was with a white host. I, I would have gotten away with that with a white boy. <laughs> yeah, my mom was a cocaine trapper. That's she nice. Was. All right. She should rap about that. Shout That's out the album I would buy. Shouts out to Denise. But before we knew she was an active cocaine trafficker, she told me and my sisters, settle it yourselves and amongst yourselves. So the not snitch policy for me was something I learned from her and from my aunt, who was an active Black Panther. Uh -huh. Because for them, it was about solidarity and figuring it out. So I want to say not only when I'm advocating for the freedom based on lyrics, the freedom of Young Thug, the freedom of Ghana, and the freedom of the guy who they say they didn't like, YFN Lucci. Mm -hmm. All three of those brothers, to me, are in jail for crimes that right now they've not been convicted of and should be home helping the community like they were when a year ago they were bonding people out of jail who couldn't get cash bonds. Meaning your brother who got caught selling a nick, your mama couldn't get him out because she don't own a house no more. They bonded over 30-something brothers out. I think those three men need to be back on the street while they await trial, and I think that's what's yeah. yeah. Wait, Mike, I have, I have a question. Okay. I have a question. I don't know how this works. I went to private school. But snitching, when you snitch on somebody, you're protected against yourself. You can tell on yourself. That's not snitching. You yeah. just can't tell on somebody else. Well, I didn't write all the street rules, and I know... Oh, I you didn't? No. Why would you want to tell I, I on told, yourself? I'm going to tell you what I told you. That's what they're doing in the song. You said they snitching on yourself, but snitching yeah. is on other person, not yeah. on yourself. Yeah. It's not snitching you on know, yourself. Okay. If I get on a record and, you know, I say, hey, man, I killed somebody behind the subway, and then they find a body behind the subway... What album? But you be yeah, yeah. saying like, that's, not but that's what these people are doing. In fact, that's right, owning right. up to it. That's look like you owning okay, up to the crime. Okay. You taking the charge for it. <laughs> it's called a confession. It's noble. If you really think about it, it's a noble. It's called confession, Tara. Yeah, I mean, listen. Jay Z rapped about sex, murder, and mayhem, romance for the streets. The only wife of mine is a life of crime. I miss right? that. I miss right? that. Yeah. That was in the '90s. Yes. When lyrics mattered, actually, and storytelling mattered. I'm from Jersey. I appreciate '90s hip hop. I don't there know what's go. going on today, but I'm a '90s hip hop girl. Where storytelling and lyrics mattered. Biggie, D DM, you know, DMX, Jay-Z. But in those stories, they were rapping about their lived experiences, right? Maybe. And maybe, uh, right? So, right. <laughs> so they, so people were like, okay, and that's where the street cred comes in. But if you're going to have the, the, the fun and fantasy part of that, and that's part of art and expression, that's great. But then if you want to get real and say, okay, this is about honesty and truth, but then you're talking about crimes you've committed over a beat, as Fannie right. Willis said, there, there are consequences to the First Amendment. There's consequences if you want. You can express whatever you want, but there are consequences when you do that. The freedom of speech stuff is not without limitation. Yeah. So in this instance, I think it, it has to do with each circumstance, right? The, the law in New York says that, all right, rap lyrics can't be used 
um, as a form of an expression against you. But you have to, if you are going to use it, you have to have proven evidence that it's relevant. And I think that's a fair compromise. Because in, in the case in Georgia, you know, these guys are up on RICO charges, and there's, I encourage people to research the case. It's not like they just were in the wrong place at the wrong time. They're talking about assault, attempted murder, robberies. There's a whole criminal activity going on here. That's why they're in jail now, waiting for due process. But if you're talking about bragging about the stuff that you've done in this criminal enterprise that you're allegedly in, how it's it's affecting your community. I don't think community. YSL wasn't doing that. The other no, no, the other the case other in Georgia, yeah, yeah. yeah the yeah. ones that were committing home invasions, yeah. they were rapping right. about yeah, it. Yeah, I was about to say, right. that's not because right. I rapped about murder, selling drugs. I've, I've rapped about everything you just named, and 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 were my name is Killer Mike. Yeah, were you I've, brought up on charges? No, but but you don't. What I'm saying? No, I was not. But that's what I'm saying about equity and fairness. Nancy Brophy was brought up on charges after writing an article, How to Kill My Husband. They didn't allow her article to be used against her. All I'm saying in terms of lyrically, think about how many times you got on Facebook and said some crazy nut-ass shit. Yeah, you right, like, yeah, so but, think, there's, 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 there's a... Wait, wait, if you go on Facebook and, and threaten to kill the president, I didn't say threaten to kill the president. Your door. I said I wish he was dead. <laughs> <laughs> and and, yeah, you can, and they, go, they, they go show up at your black-ass door. There's like, limitations. Nigga, you wait a minute, that's but, real. There's a book. It's art, though. There's a book. But that's my point. There's a difference between art and... Rap on you trial. all should get Rap on Trial. It's written by Eric Nielsen, Andrea, and Andrea Dennis. I wrote the foreword. Read the book so you can see the poorer you are, the lower you are. Everyone, they're white boys who wrote Eminem-like lyrics in Michigan and had to go to jail. M didn't have to go to jail because it was understood aftermath is behind him in the interscope, and they got the lawyers to afford it. So I'm just going to encourage people, before we Look. move from a place of fear, and say, okay, well, you wrote about it, you rapped about it. The guy behind the 7-Eleven, who knows who killed him? I was just rapping about a 7-Eleven. I know, because I heard auto. you say it on a record. Right. Nah, that was that's, a different guy. Different... Yeah, I killed, I killed a Mexican dude. That, was... that dude was Honduran. That, that like, like, it's different. <laughs> it's different. But wait, but wait. As a, as a stand-up comedian, as a stand-up comedian, it is art. You can't hold me accountable for what... Well, you can hold me accountable, because the First Amendment protects you from being in prison. It doesn't yep. protect you from being held accountable right. by There's always society. consequences to you. Right, there's consequences. But, like, a joke. You can't come up to me and tell me, like, yo, you said this joke about this. You actually did this. Like, no, it's a joke. I'm creating but that's, art. But the difference is we're conflating how it's being applied. If, they, yeah. if there is an, action, an active criminal case and, right. you have, and there's detectives and there's evidence and there's a trial that's right. and your due process rights are being, you know, explored, yeah. and then you have this evidence that, oh, wait a minute, this that's person, right. not only did they, are they accused of X, Y, and Z, but they rapped about X, Y, and Z, and it kind of matches here. So we're going to that I said Honduran. He was Mexican. Yes, it's yes. very different. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that we need to be very careful. To your point, we need to be careful, though, also about what we condone and rationalize in our own communities too, because these are all these could be people that are committing crimes against your own people, and then you're victim. That's the biggest part. You know, it's gang Why violence. Why is Hunter Biden someone... not in jail? Because he don't. Rap. I saw that nigga smoking crack. <laughs> I seen him with a prostitute. That motherfucker out smoking crack doing business in Ukraine now. Thug told me he bought Balenciaga, and I know that not to be true. So why now can we... I don't like when we bring up thugs. Don't what about it. No, no, no. no what I'm, saying is, what I'm yeah. saying is the guys that we're currently cheering for to be in jail are still allegedly... Yeah. They're being right. charged. They're right. not guilty, yet we talk from a place I ain't talking about them. No, but they're entitled to I'm talking to about them but, young but dudes the who smoking on smoking cracks. Crack. Yeah, but what about them dudes? On TV. But, Mike, 
What about them rappers who be on record smoking packs and they're actually naming people that they actually killed? Did they name that? We killed the Jets, they got killed in the anniversary hood. See, because that nuance kind of comes. See, because okay. a lot of the rappers, again, rappers are the representatives of the real gangsters. Yeah. A lot of times, rappers like, the op get killed, they go to the bar. Oh, my op got shot. The, yeah, he just nah, rapped that, that it. He hard. not the killer. Yeah. The killer's the tall, quiet nigga in the corner. I, See, so yeah, the, like, you know what, though? Hey, it used, that used to be the case. Nah, now they, yeah. Not yeah. nowadays. Now they, they, hey. They really out here. Now the man the with the microphone is also holding the gun. I go back to Nancy I Brophy. I glorify for it. I go back to Nancy Brophy. We glorify killers all the time. Yeah, By the way, we, 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 we love killers in this but we, country. But hold on, though. We, but music, do, is, but music is, is, is a powerful go, tool, especially yes. in the black community. We went from, you know, Negro spirituals and slave days using music to, to guide people to freedom to the civil rights era, you know, arm in arm for, for rights, to now we're glorifying this. You Should never heard of Stagalese? I'm just... Have you ever heard of Stagger Lee? Yes. What is Stagger Lee? Okay, what's Stagger Lee? Stagger Lee was a pimp who wore a Stetson cap who killed the nigga for knocking off his cap and wrote a song about it. What was the name of the song? Stagger Lee, nigga. Yeah, but... <laughs> I mean, Stagger Lee. I, do, I don't know. I, grew hey, up with, I just think well, we need to hey, more We can keep this going all night. When we come back, I'm getting my panel predictions on who's taking over the Daily Show. What a hell of a week in just a minute. The wait is over. The Shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com/theshy to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto renews. Restrictions apply. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. 
Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbionica is your solution to great tasting, all natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or toxins. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit symbionica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to symbionica.com. C Y M B I O. T-I-K-A dot com. Hey, welcome back to Hell of a Week. Uh, I'm still blessed to be joined by the hardest working panel in late night, Ian Lara, Tara Setmeyer, and Killer Mike. That's right, Michael Rinder. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, England is not the only place getting the new king, all right? Trevor Noah is stepping down as host of The Daily Show. That's right. Who will be the next to sit on the throne as king of late night political satire? We'll find out tonight in a game of Pick Your Fight Off. That was fire. I can't. Uh, the game is simple. I named two contenders for the Daily Show crown. You tell me who wins the cage match and why. First up, two very funny men who are both current Daily Show correspondents and have both appeared on this program, Jordan Klepper and Roy Wood Jr. Panelists, who wins the fight? Ian, I'll start with you. With this, I know both of them. I got to pick the OG, Roy Wood Jr. Okay. If y'all don't know Roy Wood Jr., Roy Wood, you got it. Roy Wood is one of the best comedians working in the entire country, one of the funniest dudes. I'm, I'm Roy all the way. Jordan Klepper and what he's done, pointing out the absolute absurdity and asinine yeah. hypocrisy of Trump supporters yeah. and the man on the street interviews. Those are classic. But what's going on right now, I just think I like Jordan Klepper, but that's because I'm a political person, so I'm a little biased. Yeah. Mike? <laughs> Flight Powell. There we go. There we go. <laughs> Jordan, I think it's hilarious. I'm gonna go. Jordan is hilarious. The answer is clear. What's true in nature is also true in TV. Once you go black, you never go back. (laughs) Roy Wood Jr. wins the round. Okay. Uh, Next round, Roy faces off against another Daily Show correspondent, Ronnie Chang. Okay, like Trevor, Ronnie was born in another country. Will this outsider's perspective give him the edge? Panelists, who wins? Tara, you start. All right, I'm going with Roy on this one because I did say he was funny. I think he brings, like you said, he's an OG at the com- at Comedy Central. So since he made it to the next round, I'm all about Roy. There you go. Okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, this is a tough one. Ronnie, the Malaysian sensation, another great stand-up comedian. But I got to go with Roy. Roy Wood okay. is just a beast. He's a monster on stage. Mike? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Sorry, Ronnie. Sorry, Ronnie. I love you. Uh, this is a close one. Ronnie's funny as hell, but I don't know if Ronnie has the gravitas Roy Wood Jr. has. So Roy advances to the next level. <laughs> now, in the next round, this is where it gets tricky. Roy takes on the first true outsider to the throne, Amber Ruffin, okay, who I think is on this show next week. Uh-oh. Don't make her cancel, all right? <laughs> <laughs> Panelists, pick your fighter, Killer Mike. Who you got, Amber Ruffin or Roy Wood Jr.? I have five sisters. I'd like to say on behalf of the Render household, I will be going with Amber because I don't want my shit kicked in when I get home. Hey. Shout out to Amber. Amber is great. She's already a TV host. You've never seen Roy sit behind a desk and get the opportunity to host. I'm still going with Roy. Roy Wood. Okay, okay. All right. Tara? Black girl magic. Uh. Amber. (laughs) Plus, my husband likes her too, so. 
another close one. Both fighters are more than qualified to wear the crown. But I don't think Comedy Central passes up the chance to get a host who's black, funny, and a woman. Yeah. Amber Ruffin wins. Okay. <laughs> now it's time for the final boss. It's the return of a legendary warrior, Samantha B. Sam had her own show for six seasons. She got Emmy nominations papering the walls. Plus, she got her start as a Daily Show correspondent. But does Amber have what it takes to fend off a Daily Show OG? Uh, pick your fighter, Ian. I'm going Amber. Easy. Black girl okay. manager. I'm with you now. Okay. She might get the job, so I'm trying to, okay. trying to get in her good graces now. Mike? I defer to the wisdom of my comrade. <laughs> okay. Black girl magic. Okay. There you go. Tara? Very simple. It's, it's a new era. Time to move forward. Why go back? Let's do it. Yeah. yeah. Amber, I just want the record to show. You see how all the black people stuck together? The, the, the movie Bros, y'all can learn a lesson from this. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Uh, another tough one. Both fighters have merit, but Samantha B strikes me as a very smart person. There's no way she wants to go through all that shit again. Yeah, so, true. Amber Ruffin it is, the new king of the Daily Show. Queen! Queen! All hail the woman king. Thank you all very much for playing. Hell of a week. We'll be back in a minute. Yeah. Welcome back to Hell of a Week. Now, before we go, let's talk about the land of Oz. That's right, Pennsylvania, because Dr. Oz is running for Senate there. But his campaign hit a snag this week and when a report came out that he's apparently a puppy killer. Allegedly, okay, from 1989 to 2010, a lab for which he was principal investigator allegedly killed over 1,000 animals, including over 300 dogs and puppies in experiments that violated the Animal Welfare Act. This is what I have a problem with. The fake Karen. Okay, if Dr. Oz was allegedly doing this from 89 to 2010, why do people care now? Y'all loved him on Oprah and the allegations were already out there back then. You loved him for 13 seasons on his own daytime talk show. He was an alleged puppy killer then too. What's changed now? Oh, his allegiances. When he's endorsed by Oprah, it's all good. When he's endorsed by Trump, puppy killer. Hate to tell you, but if these things are true, you've been supporting the puppy killer for a long time. So that makes you an accessory to puppy killing. The reality is, nobody truly cares. They are just using this to win an election. Every year, 3.3 million dogs enter shelters and 670,000 are euthanized. If you want me to believe you truly care about Dr. Oz allegedly experimenting on dogs, go down to your local dog shelter and adopt one, okay? They call me Charlemagne the God. I'll be back next week for more Hell of a Week. This has been a Comedy Central podcast. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Don't forget to pack the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies for a post-errands pick-me-up. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. 
So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the south side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn. Alliances will shift and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Awards Watch says Liam Neeson is at his best. Don't miss In the Land of Saints and Sinners. Having left his dark past behind, retired hitman Finbar Murphy, played by Neeson, leads a quiet life in a remote coastal Irish town. But when a menacing crew of terrorists arrive, Finbar is drawn into a vicious game of cat and mouse, forcing him to choose between exposing his secret identity or defending his friends and neighbors. In the Land of Saints and Sinners, from Samuel Goldwyn Films and Sony Pictures Home Entertainment. Watch it now on digital. Rated R. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah! And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that! A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in! Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it! Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.